Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. Zach here, as always, along with Alex, and we have a lot to talk about today. A lot is an underestimate of what we talk about. (laughs) I, this might be the, like, not the biggest episode, but it's like, I, I've seen a lot of races, and I've seen a lot of championship battles, um, for, like, first of all, Alex, um, last night, you, tell, tell us what happened last night with you. Yeah, so, first of all, last night, I'm, I was so tired, I got in bed, and I basically passed out, and I didn't plug my phone in to charge it for overnight, Right. And I woke up at 2 a.m., my phone's dead, I had this rush of energy, I think it was God herself saying, you know what, herself. you need you need to watch this race tomorrow. You're not going to believe the shit you're about to see. She knew I'm what was going to happen. <laughs> I'm not letting you miss it, bestie. <laughs> so I had this rush of energy. I was like wide awake, plugged my phone in. I fell right back asleep. It was the craziest thing. I remember every bit of it. Sounds fake as hell, but I swear to God. Like yeah. she knew. She so knew. She was there. She wasn't I, letting you miss that one. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. I imagine having to catch up if I did miss it. Like I couldn't have Twitter made this whole experience. This was this oh, race did. was an experience. As for me as a fan, I couldn't even imagine mm-hmm. if I was there in person. Like, because number one, I think I don't know if it's even legal to be gay there. Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. Well, past few races, that's been the case. So who knows? <laughs> the trends, Larry Max says the trends say. They're, they're not looking good. So yeah. I've seen a lot of races and I've seen a lot of championship battles. This was, I don't know what the word is, but this was probably the most strongest feeling, emotional impact race of my life. And that it's a big statement, but I stand by it because like, you know, most of the championships I've seen were NASCAR and like 2010 come to mind. It kind of had this vibe because it's like, oh shit, someone might actually beat Jimmy Johnson. Um, didn't happen Mm, yeah and then like 2011 of course how close that was um that's like the last time we really had like you know like two really strong nascar contenders going for a championship i feel like like two that you really couldn't pick between i think i don't really count past 2014 if you didn't notice (laughs) Um, (laughs) if you're this is your first time listening so that just kind of i just want to drive in the point before we really get into it how and i felt this before the race started obviously they're both tied in points after 22 races in formula one and at least before this race i feel like the formula one championship has so much like weight to it and it still does even after what happened i i can't take anything away from max max Mm -hmm. verstappen um and i don't um it's just like all of that weight and all everything we've seen this season, all of the drama we have talked about on this podcast, all the drama that has happened in the past since March, Silverstone, um, Italy, um, all of the like the dominant performances from Max at Zanvoort, and then the run back that Lewis was having this past past month. You could not write it better. Michael really Massey tried. Um, <laughs> he tried. Yeah. He tried. Oh no, he he needs to get a new job, and I I'm not kidding. But let's just um, firstly, what? So after the checkered flag flown, what? Because mm-hmm. we all know what happened. If you didn't know what happened, go look it up. I don't want to explain it. I really don't. <laughs> I mean, we, we kind of will in a bit, but like our first right. reaction to the finish to Max Verstappen passing Lewis Hamilton on that one lap shootout. Um, after the confusion of, you know, those lap cars being, you know, can they overtake or not? What was your initial reaction to it? And we texted about it. Just what was oh, yeah. it? I was too stunned to speak. The woman was too stunned to speak. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I, I could not. I did not know what to think. Because I, like, you kind of nailed it. Like, this is a season of a lifetime. Yeah. Like, we might never see another championship battle this good and for it to come down the way it did like it or not like how it, how we got there it still came down to a one lap thing i mean yeah. i don't like how we got there we'll talk about that but it 
I didn't, I didn't really have a reaction. I was just kind of there, just watching, stunned. Because I was like, actually shocked. Happened? Yeah. I could not fucking believe that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just could not. What were the and writers I, thinking? Like, <laughs> I, I, because like, if that happened in NASCAR, it's like, we're so used to that. Yeah. It's too, uh, the, we see it coming mm-hmm. in NASCAR. And F1, the whole time, like, I remember it was lap 51. Lewis was leading. And I'm like, this race needs to end because stuff just kept happening. That yeah. made it more likely for Red Bull to win that race, even though Mercedes had the mark the entire time, or at least Lewis did. Lewis had the mark the entire time. But I just, I just knew there was something was going to happen. I was right. I, I just had a bad feeling. Um, and I guess also to preface before we talk, obviously, um, I, I was rooting for Lewis here and. While I do hate Max on the track, um, like if you saw my Twitter today, I was talking so much shit. I was pissed. But like that was me as a sports fan. Objectively, you know, and I'll say like Max Verstappen deserved this championship. They both deserved it. Um, They both did. Yeah. Like Max dominated most of the season, but Lewis dominated a lot of races too. I mean, if Lewis, you could say Lewis should have won Abu Dhabi and they would have been tied in wins. Like it would have been like, nine a piece and that's like all but four races this season like that that i think that tells the story they were very equal this year dnfs kind of would have just um you know decided who won which you know mm-hmm. that is racing um but my initial reaction to it after the race to get back to the topic because i'm checking twitter to see what it was because you know i can't remember anything i think you said you texted me that you were disgusted and like I I didn't want to admit that to myself because again mm-hmm. I just couldn't believe it. But I, I felt disgusted because I didn't like how I don't think I didn't want Max Verstappen to win it like that. I think yeah. Max Verstappen is such a good race car driver. He really is. He's so young. He just beat Lewis fucking Hamilton. That's a big deal. That is a huge deal. We talk about how Lewis is so good all the time. And in a battle that was so mental and that involved so much racecraft, Max Verstappen, he was tied in points and he ended up beating Lewis Hamilton for the championship. Dead ass. I just don't like how it's set, how the race got set up for him at the end. It just didn't feel like um, it was deserved. And on, all right, we had we had audio issues, but Alex is back. Um, so Alex, you were saying, <laughs> I I was disgusted because they really or the FIA Formula One they really messed with the storybook. They like edited yeah. in their own like ending, basically is how it felt. Yeah, and was that in, on purpose? I don't know, but it really we'll discussed seemed- that. Yeah. It really seemed they really just wanted a one-lap shootout. They were trying to figure out how to do that. That's how it came off to me. Uh, did not like that. It just felt very manufactured. And this season has not felt manufactured until then. And it just really left a sour taste in my mouth. Yeah, until then. At the very end, they yeah. waited to do that. Mm, yeah. like they... It's, they didn't want this to end with Lewis 10 seconds ahead or something yes. like that. With, like they, they wanted it to come down to the last lap and I get it, but also they shouldn't, we, just, they shouldn't manufacture this to do that because the whole lap car thing, they kept going back and forth on that. Yeah. They can't be indecisive like that. The fact no. that they just changed their minds literally as the, the safety car was coming in, Ridiculous. that was bullshit. That's like, NASCAR at New Hampshire being like, okay, now nah, we're going to take 10 laps away and it's like 20 laps to go. Right. What? Hello? You couldn't have decided this like an hour ago? Like, right. For this, they had how many laps under safety car to figure this shit out? And we'll discuss this more. We're going to go through yeah. the whole race because a lot happened, mm-hmm. to be fair. It was a really good championship race. Um, Really good. Besides yeah. the end. Like, even, the, I mean, the end was drama, but, you know, it... I was glued to the TV. It was amazing. It was such a mm-hmm. good race. The best, the best race Abu Dhabi will ever give. Um, and yeah, 
Um, I guess I'll start with like they kind of reconfigured the circuit. I don't know how familiar you are with the track. Um, I've just like driven it in F1 games before, but mm-hmm. basically like they removed this one clunky chicane that was right before what is now kind of a passing zone where Max actually passed Lewis for the, oh, the really? last um that last pass before the big back stretch. Mm-hmm. Um and then like they got rid of another chicane that was at the end of like the second back stretch so it's more of a sweeping turn um it's like a bank curve and then that slow hotel section they smoothed out a lot of turns so it's just faster um the section mm-hmm. where Perez was really like holding up Lewis um so let's start with kind of the setup of the race lap one apparent I didn't watch qualifying because I was not getting up I didn't early. either <laughs> which like oh well like like honestly though i don't need to watch it it's like okay i wake up twitter says who's on pole okay that's it um apparently max got help from paris to get the slipstream for pole but in q2 now whatever tire they qualify with on q2 in q2 that's the tire they start the race on apparently max um went out and like i guess he maybe locked up like his medium tires again i didn't watch qualifying but the medium tires to start the race that was the preferred strategy one stop um Verstappen had to start on soft because his mediums were ruined and that set him back a little bit but even then though okay he's starting on pole and he has softer tires compared to Lewis Hamilton softer tires are faster in the short term and yet Lewis still beats him on the start an incredible he, start by Lewis. Yeah. Incredible the, start. Imagine all the pressure. Like, I mean, Lando Norris starting third. He was nervous as hell. He fucking <laughs> broke the start. I mean, like, Lewis Hamilton, though, I mean, he got a great start. He's had great starts the past few weeks. Um, he did another one, you know, great start. And then we get down that long back stretch, and Max absolutely just sends it out of desperation. And this was the first moment of the race where already we have controversy as crofty would say (laughs) um and so if you don't if you don't know what happened basically max base shoved lewis off the track from my perspective um because he just dive bombed and lewis had to like take evasive action and then lewis ended up cutting the second half of that little chicane what did you think about that alex because it was a very hot topic for debate ended up being no penalty for lewis um what did you think that was a right call like personally well, objectively what do you, what's, I, give me all the tea i thought that was the right call to just leave it because one max had no intention of making the corner again yeah. and again what's lewis supposed to do you know because lewis is either supposed to stop let max go back by two crash <laughs> or three go and cut the corner (laughs) like what is he supposed to do exactly what is he supposed to do two of those options he probably loses the championship on especially the crash option yes he's not going to do that (laughs) so he cuts the corner so if they gave him a penalty it's like okay sure i'm still in it at least so and honestly i think max dive bombing it not trying to make the corner and then lewis cutting the track those cancel each other out in terms of penalties, in my opinion. So yeah. I, I think nothing being done was the right call. And yeah. I was saying on Twitter, if Max would have had a good restart, he wouldn't have had to do a dive bomb like that. Right. And, but do I blame him for doing that? No, no. I don't. Because he could have executed trying, it better, though, to be honest. He's trying to win a championship. Yeah. <laughs> like, but he put himself in that position have to dive bomb him like right yeah that i kind of agree with you because my philosophy is in racing you cannot force the guy off the track because if there's an imaginary wall there isn't but if there's an imaginary wall at the edge of the racing Mm -hmm. surface they would have just max verstappen would have just ran him into the wall like i you have to give the other car room you can't shove him off the wall it's like in nascar if the dude just like went washed up the track and washed up in into the outside guy into the wall mm-hmm. like that's not that's not fair racing in my opinion you have to leave room you don't have to leave a lot of room but max literally his wheels were like off the racing surface i think i have to look again but like there was no room for lewis and again 
as you said, what is he supposed to do? I think that's the biggest point because it's like, I don't think it's fair for Lewis to have to like, I don't know. Like, what is he? Cause like, there's another turn coming up that second part of the chicane. Mm-hmm. What is like, does he like run into Verstappen to get back on the track? Does, Cause I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what people wanted him to do. He did the I right thing. I don't know either. I, and Max, I mean, <laughs> I don't they, know what they to both tell him. did the right. They both did the right thing. Quite honestly. Yes. But I, I just, just I think Verstappen I, made a mistake though, because if you're going to dive bomb, oh, yeah. you, I feel like you still have to leave room in my opinion, mm-hmm. or at least like, it'd be a more respectful way of doing it yeah, or not as aggressive. And he didn't have anything to lose. So, I mean, yeah, neither of them did. Yeah. Um, and we've talked you, about, sorry, go ahead. what do you think of the, that part of the track being like, paved rather than like being oh, that's a good gravel or grass because i saw some discussion about that from like different yeah. drivers specifically uh personally i like it being paved because that way if they do go off track with the exciting moments like that it keeps them in the race it's safer too technically yeah like it, lewis would have ran out of that option to cut the corner probably right because yeah. then his only options would have been crash like I was saying, or um, have to stop and let Max go. Right. He would have ran out of that extra option. So I just, I liked it, that part being paved, and I'd rather that be the case. It's like, I don't know. I just don't like the idea of putting gravel there because then you're just going to add a punishment for someone who wasn't even at fault in the first place. Yeah, because like at the end of the day, I feel like Lewis got forced off the track, in my opinion, and that's a penalty too. Mm-hmm. like and i mean we saw that in austria like i don't i don't remember who it was but like if you force someone off the track that's that's not allowed and i feel like verstappen i i don't know in my opinion because f1 people they like to say like oh he had the right to the corner if you're side by side you both have to share the corner in my opinion like yeah and we saw that in italy when they came out of the pits they both had trouble doing that and they both crashed out so, and again, if it's not, if that's not like Baku, where there's walls instead of runoff, you're both going to crash. Yeah. Um, so, and you can't put a wall in that corner. They're going too right. fast to put a wall there. Right. Obviously. Someone say that too. I'm like, you can't put a wall there. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Like, yeah, that's why you, like, that's why I think racing, like staying on the track needs to be like kind of strict. And that's why track limits are a thing. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's safer in case someone does go off, but you need to actually respect it though. You really like, otherwise it's like, I tell this to the summer camp kids, if you don't follow the rules, there's no reason to play the game. You know, right. like I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm not enough one driver. I just, at the end of the day, if you force someone off the track, that's like, you didn't make the corner. Like right. you made the corner, but you didn't make the corner with the guy that was actually beside you. Who was also ahead of you at the breaking zone. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think, but he had to do it though. Or did he? You know, it's like lap one of the race. I know F1's hard to pass, but just go faster, you know, forehead. <laughs> I, I'm, I just, I simplify, I'm simplifying that obviously, but like, yeah, you know, but yeah, moving on from lap one. Um, and, you know, I just think it was funny though that that happened on lap one and everyone's like, Oh, the stewards, oh, they're not, they're being bullshit. They're, they're rigging this for Mercedes. Fucking Christian Horner was mad as hell. He was mad as hell. Max and Christian were so mad. Oh my God. And like I said, they put them, they put themselves in that situation mm-hmm. by not getting a good restart. So I, they fumbled the bag. Well, I don't understand, but <laughs> like, I don't understand why they were angry. I mean, I get it, but it's just like, it's yeah. kind of your fault. So. Put, yeah, if know. you put yourself in a bad situation and something bad happens, but again, it's partially they, your fault. But again, they he did he had every right to be aggressive too. So yeah. yeah, yeah, like I don't actually blame him. I think letting it play out is fine. I think the only way I could fix it is like a lot of tracks. If you miss like a chicane or something, there's like an escape route that like you kind of have to like you know yeah. like with your wheel, you have to like go back and forth through like some like yeah. cones or some shit. Like, I think that would have been okay. That might be a good solution. And then Lewis couldn't just, like, take off, but yeah, whatever. Um, so the next interesting thing that happened, like, Max pits, like, kind of early to try to do an undercut. Lewis covers him off. 
But Sergio Perez was running like third the entire time. And Botas is nowhere to be seen. Um, he's, he's having a nice stroll on his last race. He's, you know, he's chilling. Or his last race for Mercedes, he's chilling. Perez, this might have been the moment of the race, actually. Um, yeah, I would say so. And I'll talk about further why for two laps. Perez holds off Lewis, not even just holds him off. Lewis got by him, and then Perez got back by him in the next DRS zone and took the gap from Lewis to Max from 8.2 seconds to 1.2 seconds. Seven seconds. That's crazy. Mega. Mega job. That was insane. Perez also had older tires, like a lot older tires at that point. I couldn't believe it. And he drove clean. Yeah, clean as hell. Like, in my opinion, Lewis called it dangerous in the moment. And, you know, that's in the moment. But um, so that might not be accurate to like what he actually feels. But I, you know, it's dangerous as, you know, driving a race car is going to be. Like, I thought Perez, he didn't really like, he got got close to Lewis. Of course he is. But I don't feel like he did anything unfair. He didn't run him off the track, which Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, the other Red Bull had the habit of doing that the last few races. I'm just saying. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm trying not to sound biased towards Max, but I I am. I'm just going to be real. I am. I'm just going to admit it. But I'm well, trying. I mean, you're not I'm, wrong. You're not wrong about Verstappen has run him off the track several times. Yeah. But I can also criticize Lewis, though, because, like, every, like, Max keeps fucking doing it, and then Lewis doesn't do what he's supposed to do and, like, crossover, do the crossover, but whatever. Um, yeah. So Perez. Oh my God, master team play. And I saw this on Reddit, the actual kind of impact of this. I didn't realize that those seven seconds that Perez got for Verstappen might've been why Verstappen won this championship. Because if we go further into the events of the race, the VS, the VSC that came out, the virtual safety car, I get, Mm -hmm. it was Joe Venazzi, right? That like stalled Mm -hmm. on track. Right. So, um, it let Red Bull basically react to Mercedes. Mercedes decides not to pit because I believe if they did pit, Red Bull would still get out or Max would still get out, get out in front of them. What if he, Perez didn't get the chance to get those seven seconds for Verstappen? Then Mercedes might have um, that gap and might That's be able to true. just get fresh tires to cover it all. That's a good point. I saw that on Reddit and I was like, holy fucking shit, Sergio Perez won the championship. For Max Verstappen, because the butterfly effect, you go into the, the rest of the events of the race, because in my opinion, that strategy call for Mercedes to stay out, I get why they made it, but it, it really cost them. It was really risky at that time, too. Because after that, all of a sudden, it's like, okay, Max is 16 seconds behind. He got a cheap pit stop from the VSC. Oh, my God. We're like, holy shit, you could catch him. It didn't look like that coming towards the end, but for, for a bit, we all thought Max Verstappen was about to go for Lewis Hamilton, and that would have been a great end to the race. I still think it would have been like, oh, fuck, the VSC yeah. really, it really, really just handed that to them. That would have been really cool, because I don't think Max would have got there, but he probably would have got close as those tires were starting to wear out, as we saw here yeah. in a little bit. It would have got really close, and I think yeah. we could have had a pretty good battle. It. Did you hear when Toto said, don't give us a safety car at that point? Was that at this yes. point? So I... it was at that point. So, and I want to bring this up too, because we've heard mm-hmm. this the last half of the season, basically. Yeah. I do not like, someone on Sky Sports mentioned it. It might've been Jensen Button or something. They were like, I don't think I like how these team officials can just go and lobby to the Michael Massey, the race director. Yeah, that's absurd to me. I think it's kind of bullshit, too. I think it's just, it's too much. I think he's already, Mr. Massey's already having trouble making decisions, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so, now he doesn't make all the decisions. Like, the stewards are a separate group, and they will make decisions. Um mm-hmm. And then Michael just delivers them. But I think I like decisions that come down to the race director, which is what he is. That's all up to him. But back to my point, which ADHD, what was it? Um, so I don't think Christian Horner needs to be on the radio to Michael, nor does Toto. I think it's kind of no bullshit. One does. It's but I, mean, I, honestly, I get it. If you're allowed to, then by all means, oh, yeah. go bitch at them. But like, it's kind of race manipulation. Means, 
It is like, it, but it's allowed. So it's like Michael I, Massey I is still a human being, and he's making these judgment calls. And it's like there, there's people yelling in his ear about it that are like obviously biased. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't like like this. I like by all means argue your case and be like, no, that is wrong. That penalty was wrong, or whatever, or this shouldn't be happening, or we should be in this position, whatever. That's cool. I think. But I don't think you should be be able to press a button and say, hey, to the person who's making all the calls, say, hey, don't do this, even though they haven't done it yet. You know, I feel like you should be able to do that only when something's actually done. Because Toto was preemptively pushing the button to Massey and saying, hey, don't do a safety car. Don't. Like, That'll hurt us. That's basically what it was. And I'm just like, like I don't like that. Like, yeah, that's I don't like crazy. that either. Like, let him make the decision if a safety car is necessary because yes. it is also about safety too. It's like, if we need a safety yeah. car to clean up the track, okay, then we need a safety car. Like I don't, you know, yes. whatever we, we need it then. Um, and honestly, a safety car at that point might've saved Mercedes because then at that point, I feel like, like Lewis would have just yeah. pitted. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, because like, okay, well, he's going to be caught up to us, so let's just pit, and then we'll pass him again. Like, unf- oh, shit, we have to pass him again. And a lot of the strategy calls Mercedes made, mainly the pit stop under the VSC, they did not want to have to pass Max again, which I get. It's hard to yeah. pass an F1. You and I debated that during the moment, and I was just like, would you rather have the lead with old tires or would you rather be behind with new tires? And they had to make that choice if Max is going to do the opposite, no matter what. And passing it's a hard, Max, the hard choice. Passing yeah. Max is a risk. And we saw how hard it was at like, you know, Brazil and Brazil's yeah. not that hard to pass at. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Abu Dhabi, there's, you know, they have two long DRS zones at least, but they were not confident in Lewis to be able to make that pass again. And honestly, from the driving in hindsight and from the driving I've seen from Lewis Hamilton, I've mm-hmm. he's had stellar drives to not even make big mistakes and crash the car in some situations. I know. Um, like, including the Paris fight today, I couldn't believe he stayed composed. I couldn't believe that. I would have fucking wrecked. <laughs> I just would have wrecked. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, the way Lewis has driven, I would have believed in him to get back by Max because... Oh yeah. Getting those new tires, it's a safer option because we saw what happened. Um, well, I think in hindsight, it'd be a better option. I think they just wanted to maintain the lead was what their thinking was. Yeah. And I get it, but and maybe they didn't want to risk for Stappen pushing them off track or something again, too, which I think is That's a valid true. concern. Um yeah, so it is a hard decision. It's like you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. Because I think if the Latifi incident doesn't happen, they made the right call. Well, I yeah, think they were going to hold off Max. So mm-hmm. in the end, like we don't know, but if that doesn't happen, I think they probably did make the right call. Mm-hmm. But what can you do? Yep. I will say though, we didn't see those last few laps fully under green, and like there was questions if Lewis's tires would have held up to, held up too. Um, Mm -hmm. little things like that, you know, it was just like, yeah, it was a tough call for Mercedes. And in hindsight, I think they definitely made the wrong decision. And even at the beginning though, I just felt uneasy about it. Cause like it brought Max back into the race and it would have brought him back into the race anyways. But it's like, if Lewis pits there, we know he has the faster car on paper and now he has fresher tires. He's going to pass him again. He's going to pass him again. Like this race was Lewis's to lose like he had the best car by far i think he was the best driver oh my god I, yeah this was I, one of his best drives i've seen honestly today oh and it sucks it into the way it did but like for real like i think it would have been i think it could have won either way whichever call they decided to yeah. go with but mm-hmm. yeah it's y- you know and, what it's like everything that needed to happen for Lewis to lose that race happened. And they talked to Christian Horner. He sounded defeated at one point. And he's like, we're going to need a miracle. And guess what? They got a miracle. They got it. Oh, my God. They needed like a million things to fall into place. And it somehow happened. Oh, so. my God. 
Nicholas Latifi gonna have hella Red Bull cans at his front door tomorrow. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. So yeah, moving on from the VSC to now the safety car with Latifi crashing, right? Yeah. So this is when things get fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's like lap 54, 58. I was so scared. I was scared because I'm like, there's no way Lewis can win. It's just like, or the, again, at this situation, I'm like, okay, pit Lewis. But then I'm like, oh, fucking wait. We don't know if the race is going to restart. Yeah. And this is where things start getting ugly because it's like, do they just, what? like, are we going to get a one-lap shootout? Is the race going to end with a caution? No one knew. No one made that decision. The FIA didn't know either. They were trying to exactly. figure out what to do. <laughs> and I think in hindsight, now, maybe they need to make that decision a little bit quicker. I don't know, yeah. because it's like, I there's always unknowns in racing. Like, you never know when someone's going to crash. Okay. But someone just, someone already crashed. So what, what happens now? I feel like there needs to be, as soon as possible, we need to know what the next move is. Because we also saw it last week at Saudi Arabia. Yep. A safety car came out, Lewis pits, and then the red flag comes out. And now it's like, it's come on like free they need thing. to figure out when they use certain if you want to do a safety car what needs to be ha- had to have happened to throw a safety car do we want to do a red flag we need to have certain procedures for reasons why we do a red flag they need to figure that out because they don't know they have no idea where the line is at for each different thing yeah from virtual safety car to safety car to red flag they just don't know they just kind of wing it and this race i don't like the red flag rule as i talked yeah, about yeah we talked about last week i don't really like it either. i i don't like it however i think they should have done a red flag because there's a lot of debris and latifi's car was like sideways on in the middle of the track it was blocking the track basically i don't get why they didn't do a red flag i and then if because of this dumb rule they have which would have worked in their favor today i probably would have been like oh maybe they ain't as bad as i thought i don't know but yeah. it's just like they would have been able to have Max and Lewis on equal ground because they both would have pit. For more laps, too. Yeah, for more laps. That would have been so fucking cool. I'm just saying. It, oh. would, it would have been really cool. Because like, here's I the been, thing. I would have been fine with the outcome no matter what if that was how it went down, quite honestly. The whole issue, in my opinion, is that they want to get... They wanted a green flag finish, which I understand. I think red flagging it to do that they did it at Baku, and I thought it was a little dumb because it was, like, yeah. so late in the race. They probably didn't want another Baku situation. Which, maybe. like, we complained about... I, I complained about Baku, at least. I remember. I I know I wasn't a fan of it either, but... See, I am torn on this because it's, like, red flags... More needs to happen for a red flag to come out versus a safety mm-hmm. car. So it's, like, determining that quick before people start pitting is, like, another thing, too. Uh, like what do that's you why do? I, that's why i said they need to figure out the standards for each like a virtual a regular safety car and a red flag they need to figure out what brings out which one because they just they wing it and it's yeah ridiculous. and then like so, and like every situation is different <sighs> but it's like mm-hmm. they waited a long time though before they decided we're going back racing and i guess they didn't know because okay well how long is cleanup going to take but at that same time, if you if don't you do know how know, long, then throw you, the red flag. Yes, yes. If you don't know, throw a red flag. Especially if you have a hard <laughs> like on to get this race finished under green, then throw the fucking red flag. Just fucking do it. I get it. It's the championship race. You're quote running a motor race. Then throw the red flag. Just do it. Then it's whatever. Yeah. That's in the rule book. It's fair for everybody because okay, everyone gets new tires. No one's gonna pit hopefully for the safety car. If you make it quick enough, that didn't happen at mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia. They waited too long to call a red flag, in my opinion. Um, but again, that's a hard decision to make. So it's just so messy. F1 rules are so messy. I didn't well, realize how messy they were. And we touched on this at the start, but the lap car thing, I did not understand what that was about. They made they changed their mind several times on that. That was and bullshit. to my understanding, every single car had every single lap car had to go around the safety car. Is that right? something like that under but normal not, procedures but not all of them did okay time, so right? what normally happens 
the rule book says that that doesn't have to happen, but it can happen, which already, what the fuck? Like, does it happen or not? They like, don't be they like, wrote their own little loophole in. Okay. It's like, if the race director feels like it, then we can let the lap cars through. Oh, it depends on if Michael Massey's in a silly, goofy mood. Okay. Like, that's, <laughs> that's bullshit. Because yeah, it's like, bullshit. that can decide the races. It did and decide it did. the championship. Just write in, okay, lap cars get to go through, which, you know, and I don't even know if that's, that's fair or not, because like, they Indy got car, laps. IndyCar has a rule that after a certain number of laps, the lap cars just go to the back of the field. I feel like that's just something they should do. I don't. Ooh. I mean, even even NASCAR has like the wave around stuff. And NASCAR I... stuff makes sense because it's like they have a lot of ways to get back on the lead lap. But I think that's fair because especially mm-hmm. with the restart procedures now, they mm-hmm. send all the lap cars to the back of the field. I think it's fine because yeah. you have a lot of options to get back on the lead lap with wave arounds and free passes. Um, right. So I think it's fine. Um, with My NASCAR. biggest... My biggest issue with this, though, is that they said one thing. Like, the lap cars can stay where they are. They just cannot overtake. But then they're coming to the restart, basically. The safety car is pulling in, and they're like, actually... (laughs) Like, wait uh, a minute. I changed my mind. (laughs) It's like, you took too long. Where was this, like, five minutes ago? Yeah. It's like... You can't do that. You, you, You already made a decision... This is the pinnacle of motorsport, and they're changing their decisions like this. That is last minute. That's unacceptable. That's, Absolutely that's unacceptable, stupid. in my opinion. That is ridiculous. Whoever made that call should be fired. Quite honestly, like that is you can't be un- you can't be indecisive like that when they already announced no. lap cars will stay behind the pace car, or at least I think I don't know what the actual announcement was before. Because they made the announcement that the four cars in between the 44 and the 33 can go by, which so, yeah, already which is weird. That, that is right there what I was most upset about. I think if we would have had the restart without that shenanigans, I would have been more okay with it. If they would have made a decision yeah. and stuck with it, I wouldn't be as annoyed about all this. But they just changed their mind several times and they didn't know. And then they were trying to find a way. It looks like to try and have Max and Lewis be right beside each other, and that's what they got. If they would have just picked something from the start, I think it would have been okay. Like, yeah. at least tolerable. This was not tolerable. It's like... So frustrating. I don't know. Like, what do I... I don't even know what to say. It's just like... Because they didn't necessarily... They technically did follow their procedure because it says any and not all cars, all lap cars can get by. But, like, why are you picking and choosing which cars can go by just for the, the sake of entertainment? That's not, no, that's not okay. You're, you're making decisions to make it more entertaining. You're not running a sport yeah. at that point. We look at, like, come on. We've seen where this goes. We've seen where this yeah. goes. You and, and I specifically have seen where this goes. <laughs> everyone on Twitter that wanted to chime in about F1 racing today on NASCAR Twitter They don't think it knows where it goes, but they know where it goes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Some of the NASCAR people's tweets today were too much. Oh, my God. I appreciate y'all watching F1. Mm. I really do. But damn. (laughs) That's who they're catering to, apparently, is those people. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, um, Maybe Liberty Media made that fucking decision. Like, oh, fuck no. This ain't entertaining enough. But it's like... And then it comes to, like, the racing purity of it. It's like... It's just, what was Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes supposed to do? What were they supposed to do? I, I, I get unlucky stuff happens, but it's just like, the red flag was the best situation in hindsight, and it's like, yeah. I believe that that safety car came five laps earlier. Mercedes pits Lewis, right? Mm-hmm. Because they know so. they're going to get restarted, and it's like, okay, we cannot have Max behind us on fresher tires. Mm-hmm. It's the whole issue is when Mercedes does not know if this race is going to get back going or not. It's like, and then that decision of doing that, of, okay, do we go back racing or not, decides the championship. Yep. It's just so messy. They're, it's like, I, you know, and I don't want a green, white, checkered roll, but it's like. This it, thing about wanting races to end under green, if you want that, implement a green, white, checkered roll. NASCAR did it. Like, I think that's fine, quite honestly. If you want your resident to green, do it. I don't like that personally, but if you really want that, 
be like clear about it. So that's what you want and make that a rule. Yeah. Like, I don't like this whole red flagging just so we can get a green flag. Like NASCAR did this in like the early 2000s and it was just really dumb. So then they eventually made a rule for it. Yeah. So if that's what you want, then do it. But like, look at the uh, Indy 500 2020 from last year. They could have just red flagged that race and just, you know, waited yeah. it out. They didn't. They The race ended when it was supposed to end at 500 miles. And I think the argument for that was like, the accident didn't require a red flag, so we're not going to red flag the race. I yes. don't care that's the end of the race. This isn't red flag worthy. Yes. Normal procedure says this is a yellow flag period, so the race will go on as yep. it should. The context and, of this being the end but, of the race should not manipulate, in my opinion. And you know? I think the Latifi incident today was worthy of a red flag. I think it was. I don't know if it was. Because it's, there was a whole bunch of debris everywhere, and yeah. he was, like, perpendicular on the track. Like, I, I don't but know. But I also don't want them throwing red flags for, like, every incident, you know? True. Yeah. It's like, that's the problem. It's like... I would have been fine and this race ended under safety car. Like, who cares? You know? Right. Could have been fine. But then it's like... But when are they going to make that decision? And like, if normal procedures are followed, does that do they do they restart at lap one? Uh, apparently, to the procedures they followed, the restart comes with or one lap to go. It's such a mess. And mm-hmm. Mercedes, how are the fuck are they supposed to make a call if they don't know if the race is going to end? If they don't know lap cars are going to come by or not? Yeah, it's such a mess, and it's so unfortunate that F one's best championship battle maybe ever. Or at least in the long time, it comes down to that. That's not. I Very didn't want Max Verstappen to win the championship like that. I wanted him to beat Lewis, not Lewis on like forty lap old tires. That's yeah, not. Yeah. Max Verstappen deserves better. He does. I don't. And by the I, way, none of this is Red Bull's fault. None of I, this is Max Verstappen's fault. Like he earned the championship. Yeah, he, he pulled he Exodia. Yu Gi Oh reference. He pulled Exodia. <laughs> I've been watching Yu-Gi-Oh! again. I mean, he fucking literally, he literally though, he pulled Exodia and fucking won that shit. I was like, damn. Like, good for him. Like, he, both of these drivers were worthy of the championship. Both of these teams were worthy of it. It's just unfortunate the way it went down. Very unfortunate. I, I gotta make a YouTube edit of that. Uh, do you know what I'm talking <laughs> about, Alex? I watched Yu-Gi-Oh! a little bit, so I think I do. Like, but. the very first episode where it's like, my grandfather's deck has no pathetic cards, Kaiba, and he pulls out the last Exodia card. I'm like, that's Christian Horner and Max Verstappen right there. <laughs> 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 Literally, he oh, should man. not have won that duel, but he did anyways, because of some bullshit. I, right. <laughs> that's so funny oh. to me. Oh, God. I'm glad I could get joy out of this. Um, The last lap, my heart, absolutely was pounding i don't remember it pounding that hard maybe like when i was younger and dale jr was about to win a race mm-hmm. that may have been the last time it's pounded like that it was insane. so my reaction was basically you know in the cars one movie where when chick hicks wins and Lady mcqueen stopped before the finish no yes and the, and the crowd is just like their jaws are dropped and they're like what just happened that that was me i didn't <laughs> I, I was just sp- I didn't, like I said earlier, I just, I was too stunned to speak. Like, I still am. I'm just like, I'm angry, so I'm talking. But I'm still, like, shocked about how this happened this way. Yeah, and I definitely am still, I'm upset about it. I really am. Oh, I am. Because, obviously, I was, I am a Lewis fan. That's probably the big part of it. I just, I don't even want to watch the replay of it. It hurts, which I think that's a good, it's a it hurts kind of in a good way because it's like I feel passionate about that, that the result of this championship. Like if that would have happened after a red flag restart, I would have felt really upset at the fact that it was a red flag, but I would have been like, well, that's the procedure. That's the rules. Yeah, it happened. I think everyone feels like the FIA changed their minds of the lap cars and didn't throw a red flag at all because I think the lap Mike, thing is what I'm most mad about. Michael that was ridiculous. had full intentions of finishing this under green. So why would you run the safety car and then like risk it ending under yellow? Mm-hmm. And then 
it's just like at that point just throw the red flag you've done it you did it at baku yeah and that goes to the fia being inconsistent all year long and honestly i don't remember a lot of the incidents earlier in the year i know there has been a lot especially between like max and lewis like yeah but i don't i can't think of any specific like incidents besides like silverstone and like Lewis just got like a fucking 10 second penalty that ended up not mattering. And then I think some people would argue Brazil Brazil. was pretty, uh, when they, because uh, they, they didn't get involved. Right. Or did they? Right. Yeah. They didn't know. When normally they do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's just a lot of stuff like that where they got really close to each other. Mm -hmm. And I think people are just frustrated with it. And, you know, I think, Max specifically really pushed the FIA's rules as far as they could go. Um, and they were really teetering on, do we want a good championship battle or do we want to give them a penalty sometimes? Yeah. And, you know, in a lot of cases, I think they made the right call, not doing anything, because I think that's just racing. But last but, week at Saudi Arabia, he got a penalty for shoving Lewis off, right? On the right. restart. Yeah. Right. So it's like, what's the precedent? It's like, what is the consistency? Yeah. And I think last week was kind of deserved, quite honestly. But... Mm. I don't know. It, they need to redo a whole bunch of rules. And Michael Massey can take his job as Netflix uh, executive producer or whatever. Oh and, We're going to get uh, like an yeah. A and B season. Like, oh, you know, like it's going to be crazy. Like that, the, the, yeah. the, the actual fourth season is going to end at like Silverstone. And yeah. then it's like the next actual the cliffhanger like, is Silverstone. Oh, man. The second half of the season is going to come out in like September. And then it's like the actual like championship drama from between Lewis and Max. Like that can be its own. They might actually do that. I I know they have so much content. They I I y'all heard it here first. I know they're gonna do that because they're gonna release I think the, I, at least eleven more episodes. Yeah. Oh my god. I I I did we cover like everything? I think so. I just want to say Lewis is like maturity class at the end. I could never do that. I couldn't. I would not have the strength. I literally, you know, I've been playing a lot of Splatoon lately, and I've had some some shitty-ass teammates, and I've gotten pretty pissed off. Not, like, really pissed off, but I've just been like, what the fuck? And then get really frustrated, and, like, right. I could not imagine, after a year's worth of work, the world's watching. Like, literally, the world is watching, and that happens, and... I'm able to just look Max in the eye and shake his hand. And then like, even yeah. like his dad, Matt, Lewis's dad going, mm-hmm. saying congrats to Max and Joss for stopping. How? I can't, Lewis is such an icon. He really is. And I think, I think Max would have, I don't know if he would have done the same because I mean, he walked off the podium last week. You, I don't know. He probably, maybe would have done yeah. the same thing in the situation i think he would have maybe at least gave him like a little fist bump and then fucked off um which yeah to be fair that's kind of what lewis did he mm-hmm. didn't really stay too longer but the interview lewis gave though oh my god he didn't even mention any of the bullshit he did well they all. didn't they didn't ask him about it either true so. but <laughs> they should have but well you didn't ask <laughs> <laughs> but like i you know you're right he was I'm really proud of him and I'm proud for the fight he gave the last few weeks. And definitely, you know, he wore a rainbow helmet for us. Um, he did. That's for us. I'm, I'm proud of him for representing us as the LGBT community. And he almost won us another championship. Um, he, I've never seen him give drive like that. I've only been watching F1 for a few years, but the way, like he's had so many close calls with like Verstappen um, this year there's been so many races where it was just so hard for him to win, but he pulled it off um, a lot of times in the past few weeks. And right, it was amazing. It was amazing. And um, it's just, un- and- it's unfortunate that the battle kind of got, I don't like saying handed to Max. It's just like that restart. I knew what was going to happen. You know, I just, yeah, I don't, don't want to lose satisfying. I don't want to lose the fact that this season really was like the lifetime, the what once in a lifetime sort of season. Uh, this was incredible season. This is the first one season I've watched from start to finish. I didn't miss a race. Yeah, like this, it was special. And no matter how it ended, either driver deserved to win it. 
Oh yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, I, I mean, reiterate was, that. Verstappen deserves it. Oh yeah. It's uh, frustrating how he got it. Kind of. But yeah. <laughs> like like but like he didn't have the best car today. I'm just saying. But Lewis has won races where he didn't have the best car too. So it's, yes, yes. <laughs> like I, this season is going to be one to remember. There's going to be so many documentaries about it probably in the next decade. Like this is, this we've talked about for years. The drama, like this thing's probably going to go to court. Honestly, by Mercedes. That's killing me. That's killing me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't but, see them overturning it though because. No, they. It's in they, the rule book that it's up to the discretion of the race director too, which again I just. And after the race, they did like a, take it to like stewards and stuff, and yeah. they didn't do anything uh, to be expected. Quite honestly, yeah. Um, I'm not I sure I would either, because it's like, I mean, technically the rules were kind of followed. It's just like. Michael Massey cannot just be making this. I don't care if, like, the rule book says Michael Massey can do what the fuck he wants, and that's the problem. I think it just would have caused an even worse, like, uh, media cycle if yeah. they would have said, they take away the championship from Max Verstappen, give it to Hamilton. Could you imagine? Oh, reaction? my God. People would from... hate Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton. Like, I'd rather just leave it be. Ex- yeah, take just the leave L. It. You have seven championships. Take the L. You'll get, yeah. I think you'll get eight next year. I know you will. But let's let's talk about that really quick. Is that championship number eight, like number eight, like cursed? Because Avery Hage tweeted that only like two drivers have ever gotten A in any form of motorsports. Who are they? Sebastian Loeb and, and I John. Sebastian something. They're both they're both named Sebastian. I know I replied like uh, oh too bad Vettel didn't get eight. Uh let me look at that really I quick. I don't know why but, I thought John Force had like 11 NHRA championships or something. Oh, I think he does. I just mean like eight specifically. Oh, okay. Uh, let me go to his Twitter. But I just wanted to say that getting past seven is such a hard thing to do, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what's like, interesting about like Jimmy and um, what Jimmy and Lewis, they won their seven championships so far in the span of like, Jimmy did it in the span of like 11 years and Lewis has done it in the span of like, what, 13 years? It's like, you don't mm-hmm. have a lot of time that you're in your peak. So you have to basically have like a positive championship win rate to do it, you know? Because you're not right. in your peak. Lewis is not in his peak for that much longer. He's getting old. Um, and Verstappen has proved Verstappen's only going to get better too, um, and it's it looks like, like Avery Verst- deleted that tweet, by the way, because Lewis Bitch. did not win eight. But <laughs> um, Avery, it was Sebastian, someone who won eight. Sorry, I don't know, but yeah, continue. Sorry, it's okay. I'm just, I was just saying, it's like Lewis is getting older, Max is getting better. Mm-hmm. It's like there's no reason to think that Lewis is magically just going to like have the edge on Verstappen next year. Now, yeah. they did at the end of the season, but Mercedes had a lot to do with it. Now, Lewis, I'm not saying that Lewis was, like, not responsible because, again, he had amazing drives. Like, it's never just the car because you still have to drive that car, and especially when you're put under pressure. Both of them were put under pressure, and mm-hmm. in my opinion, the more pressure you're put under, the more the driver is important, right? Like, yeah. it really comes down to the driver, um, in like these high impact situations, like the last lap, Verstappen could have fumbled that so hard yeah. from pressure. He could have, he, he didn't, but he could have, he could have locked up in the turn one, you know, like, so yeah. I don't know. I just, I just think it's really interesting it's really now. Interesting. It's really hard to get past seven. Mm-hmm. It's like once Jimmy got seven, he fell. Um, Dale senior never got seven. Richard Petty never got past seven. Dale senior never got past seven. Like yeah. I, it's crazy. Really, really crazy. It's an interesting about number. That number. Yeah. It's an like, interesting, yeah. If it's, he it's, gets past eight, it'll be, if he gets past seven, it'll be really, really, like, uh, deserved. And Scott I mean, Dixon has, what, six or seven? I, I think he has six. Right. Okay. Come on, Scotty. Come on. Well, don't come on, because Joseph, but. No. <laughs> don't don't yeah, put that in existence. Sorry. It's, hey, it's his, wait. <laughs> Shit, he was supposed to win last year. Fuck. I'm like, oh, he wins every other year. Fuck, no, he doesn't. God damn it. Oh, damn it. 
He's on the longest losing streak of his Penske career. I can't. I was was back on the schedule. It's okay. We'll be okay. I was back on the schedule <laughs> for IndyCar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was on the schedule in 2020, though. <laughs> but that was a season he wasn't supposed to. Oh, season he wasn't supposed okay, to win. you're right. But that so. means he's not supposed to win next year either. Fuck, we're fucked. Anyway, I, I hate. <laughs> but IndyCar is the best sport, though. You've yes. tweeted. They have the best rules. They have the most flawless season somehow. Like, excluding Nashville, IndyCar, like watch IndyCar. This was like the best season in motorsports. I've V8 Supercars apparently had a really flawless season yeah. too. But, but I'm not watching that. I got sleep. I'm sorry. Yeah, I need sleep, girl. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I'm never watching it. I can't. I cannot afford to do that. But no, IndyCar is where it's at. Watch IndyCar. They just posted the 2019 Indy 500 today, by the way, on YouTube the full version that's fun if you need to start somewhere go watch that video girl. that's kind of My what name. got me into full full-time indycar fandom honestly mm-hmm. that's what got me into it really um that yeah, now race. that uh now that f1's over i am back in you better watch indycar mode um yeah i, I am now the number one promoter of indycar once again you so, are though <laughs> i really am like <laughs> um because yeah i'm just reflecting on like i guess this racing season and yeah i definitely did not want the f1 season and like this i've said it how many times this podcast right feels dirty and man they fumble i feel like f1 and michael massey not michael massey specifically just everyone involved they really fumbled the bag mm-hmm. they had such a great championship battle and i we kind of we low-key skipped over this in the doc is F1 leaning towards entertainment? Because I think yeah. yes. I think everything that went on with those last minute decisions about the lap cars and like the one lap shootout and like the red flag at Baku, I feel like was evidence and like well, just I the think more a red lot flags of it, in general. Like what I think a yeah. lot of it is that they're trying to make the actual race product be as entertaining as the product looks on Netflix. I think that yeah. is a big factor. And it, quite honestly, it's worked in a lot of ways. Maybe not today, maybe for many people, but in a lot of ways, it, it has worked. We just talked about they're probably going to make two Netflix seasons off this season alone. They're going to make so much money. That's double the money. Yep. It's unfortunate that, I mean, obviously, sports are entertainment. I mean, mm-hmm. duh. It's just like, in my opinion, and again, we have NASCAR. NASCAR is the perfect example of, I don't think you cannot lose sight of sport. Because if you lose sight of sport, if sports are entertaining, you still need to be a sport, you know? Because it's Mm -hmm. like, you don't want to watch a soccer game or a football game. Um, Apparently, a lot of people are watching bad ref football games today, which... Just my condolences i don't care <laughs> like i i do care because i know what it feels like <laughs> I, um but like i don't even know what my point was it's like because like you can when you play a sport for when i play volleyball for example mm-hmm. i expect it as a player to be officiated fairly and for the sport to be fair and at a world stage for it to be even more relatable to me, I feel like that needs to apply. And I think a motor race, as Michael Massey wants to have, I you don't need to overcomplicate it. And at the end of the day, I, I feel like Verstappen, it would have been cooler if he beat Lewis in a different way. Yes. I, I just think it would have meant more to me. And yep. what it meant more to a lot of other people. And this is now they have a lot of bad media about this. There's like Twitter is in a fucking shit storm right now over this. A lot of people do not like what happened because Lewis fans, maybe, okay, maybe not Lewis fans, but like a lot of people can accept defeat when it happens. And it's just like, it's hard I don't even to know accept what I'm it to say. when there was no reason to finish the way it did. It's just, this was a messy finish, and it's so hard for, like, whatever, whoever came out on top, honestly, it's like, 
I mean, if roles were reversed, I'd be just as annoyed. Like if Max dominated this race and then Lewis right. won because he had fresher tires, that still would have been right ridiculous. It's like I would have said, like, if Larson would have won this championship after only getting like two wins this season, having a mediocre season, if he somehow won Phoenix and then won the championship, I would have been like, wow, this is the first championship of my favorite NASCAR driver. This is fucking stupid. I felt yeah. the reverse this year. It's like he almost lost it to bullshit. And yeah. I was like, this is fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, I need, I don't know. I don't like having to validate things because I feel like I know Verstappen deserved this. I knew Larson deserved the championship, but it's like things happened. Things happened. And I, right. they shouldn't have happened. They should. I, I, I need to stop talking about it because I'm, my brain is well, kind of getting scrambled. We should probably probably wrap up is there anything yeah. else we have no tea because i think there was plenty of tea in that oh my god the tea was brought the tea was brought yeah. and you know what we'll end up talking more about the impacts of f1 and everything you know oh, next definitely. next year because this may probably will be our final episode of the year probably yeah uh we recorded yeah. 44 episodes this year oh this fuck one. you 44 really yeah really <laughs> I counted them before we started. Forty-four. Really? Do you know what I'm? Do you know what I get? You, do you get it? <laughs> yeah, Lewis. Forty-four. Oh, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> really? Are you fucking? Kidding? That's fuck. That's fucked up. We're. Fucked I know. Up. When I saw that, I was like, "Oh, that's too bad." Um, that's. But yeah, this night, this is probably the last episode of 2021. Take a little break around Christmas, um, and New Year's, mm-hmm. um. Like we said last week, I have some plans for January. Um, Zach, what was your favorite moment of the podcast this year? Girl, you can't do that to me. What the fuck? <laughs> favorite moment of the podcast this year? Shit. Yeah. Um, do you have one in mind? I'm thinking. I am thinking. Let me think. I think um, having Shannon McBride on, Indy Karchik. That was fun. I think that was my highlight because through her i've met a lot of cool people like on twitter yeah um I, I, all the people we've kind of connected with throughout yeah. different ways i think i've really appreciated that so it's like a multitude of moments i'm looking For at sure. our episode list to see if like there's a sparks something i want to say her specifically though because i like i said i met a lot of people specifically yep. from that episode uh and i i feel like I don't know for sure, but ever since that episode, IndyCar has improved in their online presence, and that was a big talking point of that episode, so I feel mm. like it made an impact. I like to think that. Your impact. You did it. <laughs> yes. I, we did it. We did it, Joe. We did it, um, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Did you have a favorite moment? Did you come up with one? Um, I'm not. I'm looking at episodes, and the Matt Weaver episode was a lot of fun. Because... The Matt Weaver episode, too. Yes. I... We, we just talked, he really made me kind of think about NASCAR in a different way and like why we're in the position we're in because I didn't Definitely. understand, I guess I didn't fully understand why they were leaning towards entertainment, but he really, he's just so smart. It was a great episode. Very and, smart. Um, I think having Devin Rouse on um, was really cool. And yeah. speaking of Devin Rouse, I guess I'll just go ahead and mention this. Um, there's a podcast that like a, lot, um, a few NASCAR drivers have been on, I believe. Um, it's mm-hmm. like I think they're kind of NASCAR affiliated. I believe I, I don't know but exactly. They're a how NASCAR. It works. They're a NASCAR partner. Yeah. Okay. It's called the I Am Athlete podcast. Um, and Devin Rouse is going to be on it, and they posted like a fifty-five minute clip or minute, excuse me, seconds, a fifty-five second clip. Mm-hmm. And Devin, like, he was talking about like how he had issues with his dad when he came out, and he told his dad to like sell the cars because his dad owned the race cars he was driving and it's like he didn't want to drive for him it, it it's posting mm-hmm. tomorrow at like 12 30 it's gonna be good we'll probably shout it out on the the twitter so you won't miss it but yeah it, it looks good just from what just from the little clip that he was talking about and i was my those was have been those have been really good they've had kyle bush on there yeah that's um, where i love because yeah. i got the clip of kyle bush saying oh i'm not sucking i'm not sucking <laughs> I need to watch. I actually haven't oh, watched gosh. the podcast before, and it looks really good. I need to. It I is think good. they had. I don't know who else they've had on. They probably had like Denny and Bubba on. I think it's Bubba's a bunch of black guys. For Dale Junior. So like, well, I think they talk a lot about. They're like diversity. former. They're like former or current football players. Okay. NFL. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, closing this out. Um, any final thoughts? I still Zach? haven't really given you a moment besides Matt Weaver, but I'm I, I'll give you another one. Our race picks for NASCAR. Oh, that was fun this year. Yeah, that, very fun. Uh, <laughs> the drama of that Oof. was was so good. I <laughs> felt like Lewis Hamilton today because you yeah. almost got me a Phoenix. You almost got me. I was like, shit. I literally I had know. to bag. Oh my god. Yeah, we have yeah, we've had a lot of good episodes this year. Um every time I shit talk Maddie D was fun. That I yeah. oh, that was I had funny. a lot of fun with that. Mm-hmm. And we had so much fun. We we just had so much fun in general on this podcast this year. It was yeah. a great year of the gay racing podcast. Um yeah, I don't know. And, you know, you went to Indianapolis this year. We talked about that a little bit. Um, our drivers did really good this year. Loki, Blaney and Larson yeah. and um, Joseph. Joseph had a, a run. You know, he had a run of races. Mm-hmm. He was getting some wins. So, yeah, it's good 2021. Um, you know, hopefully 2022 is better in terms of motorsports and, you know, real life. Um, I'm mm-hmm. almost done with college. Um I'm getting there. Yeah. But yeah, Alex, um, guess we'll wrap yeah. it up, right? So yeah, this podcast yeah. has been so fun. I'm so excited to do it again next year. So yeah. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a lot. I, at the end of the day though, my heart was pounding on that last lap and it felt great. It didn't yep. feel great, but it, it felt great. You know what I mean? Like, it, I, yeah, yeah, it was exciting. It was very exciting. Um, obviously wish it ended differently but i i watched a good race today it was the biggest race i've ever seen in my life probably um just in terms of its impact um we'll see i i feel like this race is going to have some impact though don't you agree like oh yeah i don't think everyone's making that out of the year hired i think people are going to get fired and there's going to be changes and they got to restructure something i think something will change there almost has to be change this race was historic for Mm -hmm. We'll find out for how many reasons. And with that, this is Zach and Alex. Um, thank you guys so much for watching, watching, listening, listening, <laughs> <laughs> listening. Take care. Stay safe. If you still have finals, failure is not an option. That's what I keep telling myself. Go forth and we will see y'all next time. Stay safe.